Hey, you're listening to the It's Funny That Makes It Okay podcast. We talk about and or make fun of music, pop culture, current events, relationships, whatever happens to pop into our heads. So from the It's Funny studios deep in the heart of God's country, here's the show. Welcome back or welcome, whichever case it is. Yes, welcome. Yes, back or first timers. I can't imagine we get too many backs. (laughs) We might. Oh, true. No. <laughs> You're the ringer. That's why we brought you in here for all the repeat customers coming back. Well, he brings in that young demographic. The young for demographic. Us. Yeah, we just get the crotchety old men. That's right. Or as it appears, crotchety old women too. That is true, but that's fine. We welcome them. There are people. Yes, we welcome anyone. Well, the first week of November, we're into. I think coming into to one of Mike's favorite holidays, which we'll have to in a couple weeks. Be doing a big Thanksgiving Day episode. Yes, Thanksgiving. I think you said that Thanksgiving is always one of your your big holidays that you like. I do like Thanksgiving. <clears throat> Can't go wrong with the stuff in your face with food. And- no, although I he's do that be- every day, but at least this way, there's a. I have an excuse. This, exactly. This is a holiday. I'm doing it because I love my it. family. It, you have to. You have to. Mike's gonna be sitting by himself though, because he's gonna he's gonna observe COVID, and so he's not. Gonna, oh, you know, I'm gonna the circle. The yeah. uh, little thing around me and the noodles. You got to have the pool noodles. The pool oh, noodles. yeah. Yes. Yeah. You have to have the pool noodles. Nothing else. You can just whack people with it at the table. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, it's hard to believe coming into the to the end of the year. I know. It's crazy. Yeah. It just goes One home. year that I think everybody's happy that it's about. <laughs> it's like, yeah, let's just get done. Just yeah. push on through this. Yeah. I'd say let's be done with 2020. <clears throat> See what 2021 has in store. Yep. So I think we can go ahead and start unless you guys got anything else. I think you got a few little gripes. We got a bet you can't rant. We're going to be talking about fear and NASA and some fun with vintage ads. We're having all kinds of fun tonight. That's right. That's right. Looking forward to it. All right. Well, we'll fire away, Mike. Let's see. Let's hear that gripe you got. All right. Well, uh, if there are any welcome backers, you will recall my rant from about a month ago about my break job my car well yeah because it just ended this week (laughs) see i wasn't gonna say that (laughs) that was good that was good uh well actually i finally did get my car work finished this week nice i have a follow-up gripe on the first one (laughs) all right so it has nothing to do with the actual brakes but it, it is involved with my car so i went in it's like well you know what i'm getting all this stuff you know, I, I got the brakes. May as well go in and, you know, get some more stuff done with my car here. Winter's coming up. Get it all up to date. Right. Mm. Yep. So I went in to, uh, took my car into the shop for new tires because it had been, well, I needed them. So it had been a little bit since I changed my tires. You know, going for an alignment and all the change, kind of the works. So uh didn't take them all that long. Worked from home while they were doing it, which was nice. So I get the call, pick up my car, uh, and as soon as I leave, I turn onto the road out of the parking lot. My alignment was done horribly, <laughs> terribly. My steering wheel is probably 15, 20 degrees to the left. He, just went, oh, a, he just went in a circle when he came out of the parking lot. <laughs> Pretty much. I'm veering left to go straight. So you could tell it was not <clears throat> not good. So when I get home, call him up. And at this time, you know, of course, the shop is closed. They're done for the right. day. Right, yeah. So I call him up, say, hey, uh, this is a Thursday, by the way. I say, yeah, my alignment, that's not cutting it. 
I'm bringing it back in, and you guys are going to fix it. And they're like, oh, yeah, you know, that's fine. That's okay. It's uh, no big deal. They they tell me it's no big deal. Just reschedule. We'll come back in. Which, on one level, I appreciate that customer service, but also at the same time, it's kind of not okay. I think, it's, I, out of, I think it's out of line. When I pay for the service, <laughs> it is out of line. Well, well, hold on. When you think about it, you don't want to have to go back to have them redo the like the thing you just spent time and money on. Right. Sure. Sure. I mean, sure, mistakes happen, I guess, <clears throat> but the job was done poorly, and it was the casualness of the phone call that annoyed me. I think the most. <clears throat> they weren't as uh, uh, concerned about it as you were. No, they're like, <laughs> "Oh no, that's fine. It's fine. Actually, it, is it fine? Is it fine? <laughs> I mean." If I'm that guy on the phone, I'll say, oh, I'm very sorry about that, sir. You know, what can I do to make it right? I, I don't I don't know if I appreciated them telling me it's fine when clearly I'm driving my car and it's not fine. Right. So I had to wait all weekend, drive around in my car all weekend with a terrible alignment <laughs> just to go bring it back in. And then when I brought it back in, they lost my lug nut key. <laughs> and they're like, oh, we can't find your lug nut key. Like, Great. Fantastic. <laughs> anyway, so what should have taken like, you know, a day, again, turned into a four-day ordeal with my car. Finally, it is all resolved. So I've got new brakes, new pads, two new calipers in the back, new tires, oil change. Alignment. Do you have a lug nut key? I do. They found they found it. Well, that's good. Yes. But, uh, yeah, man, what a nightmare. This has been the last month or so. With my <laughs> I have car. a piece of advice for you. Don't get any car work done for a while. I'm not planning on it anymore. So, yeah, I think my car is a good place for winter so I can finally just settle in and not worry about that for a little bit. Good grind. Well, good. Bright side, it's all, you know, it's all done. It's done. It all took way longer than it should have been, but it's done. And that's what matters. And you learned a valuable lesson. I I don't know what that lesson is, but (laughs) (laughs) that cars don't work on your vehicle. Well, one time I did, and the other time I didn't, and, it, and they both got screwed up. So, true, true. Yeah. But don't have anything done to it; just let it fall apart. <laughs> That's just right. Run it till it falls <clears throat> apart. There we go. No new tires, just wire <laughs> sticking out. No brakes, no new brakes. So maybe get a bicycle. Yeah, there we go. That's the real moral of the story, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. So, all right, well, we'll move on. My uh, my gripe is much simpler. Um, you know my disdain for ads. <laughs> well, I was, I was listening to Pandora today. I was driving home from work and Pandora was on. And you know, this segment I, brought to you by the good folks at US Cellular. That's right. <laughs> oh, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you there. We just had to get that in. Well, you got to get the ad in, yeah. It's not really brought by US Cellular. I don't want anybody No, it's not. suing me over that. <laughs> but I'm driving home and, you know, Pandora's playing along and I don't pay for the ad-free one, which I think I might at some point, but I don't right now. And so I'm used to ads coming on. And, you know, they'll be for State Farm or they'll be for different, you know, companies. The Fair Tax in Illinois? Oh, yeah, the Fair Tax in Illinois. Yeah. The only ads I've gotten for the past two months. (laughs) And we won't even go into that. But I'm listening today. I'm driving home. And all of a sudden this ad music starts playing. And it plays for, you know, 30 seconds or whatever, but no one ever says anything. It's just all noises and music. So I still don't know what the ad was for. It just played music. And 
I, you know, I quick glanced over my screen because I got a holder in my Jeep for the phone and I glanced over and there was some colors and stuff going on and a word or something that was probably, but on a radio type of our music streaming station, wouldn't it be important that they put words in it to tell you what the ad is for? It was just music and noises for 30 seconds, and then the music started playing again, my music. Was it an ad for, like, maybe a, the Calm app or something where they play, like, just music and sounds for... Well, I don't know, because they never said anything. It was... it. The noises were like what you would hear before a movie starts at a movie theater, like... You know they're they're introducing the let's go out to no the, the like lobby. THX oh. like the THX sound you know oh. that <laughs> and there was noises like that and then some music playing but nobody ever said anything. Well, now I want to know what this commercial is. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to look tomorrow when I. And you don't um, have what a tease, man! You bring all this up. Oh, it was I'm like expecting a big reveal. What is it? What is it? And now we don't know. Well, I had I no look, clue what this is. I didn't is. really look because I was expecting someone to start talking, but it ended and my music started playing again. I'm like. What was that ad for? <laughs> so I do have a little gripe when you're so, done. So, so I don't know what my gripe is. I don't know my gri- if my gripe is the ad. I guess it's if they're gonna put an ad in, at least say what it's about. It's like my face mask argument. If we're all made to wear the masks, but yet some people have it tilted, we all have to wear it. So it's like that. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna have an ad, tell me what the ad is for. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise. Don't have it exactly. Yep. So, so that's kind of my gripe today. It's an easy one. Yeah. But I w- now I want to know what the ad is. I'm going to have to go back and watch so I can be upset about that they're putting ads in my <laughs> Pandora. You have to single out the ad. <laughs> you do. That's right. Yeah, Otherwise, it's just general anger. <laughs> so I think that's all I got on the gripe. Okay. Well, my gripe is about Greg not finding this out because it seems like it's the same gripe about him that he has about the ad. You should have found all this out before you come here and griped because now nobody knows. And now we're all wondering, what is this ad? What could that noise have been? Well, see, so what you got it? the same tension that I had. The same frustration? Had. Yeah. That's great. And so do our listeners. So you guys get to be frustrated as well. Yes, we're giving you tension. Yes. Which we probably do that every week anyway, but we're just starting off even earlier than yeah, normal. Right, right out of the gate, we're going to Right out of the gate. You'll never believe what this ad was about. <laughs> we're not going to tell you. It was amazing. That needs to be our podcast title this week. You will not believe the ad. That's right. You will not believe the ad. Click to find out. That's right. No, don't click to find out. And you do it. They click. It's just a question mark. We'd like to tell you, but we can't. All right. Well, I don't have anything really, so... Oh, okay. That was it. That was just my gripe was about you not getting the information. Well, I griped about myself last week, well, so now you gripe about me this week. So yeah. Mike can gripe about blah, 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 gripe about me next week. There you go. All right, sounds so, good. Let me document yeah, that. Document right. that, Put that down for on got. the docket for next week. Gripe about Greg. Okay, he's got it. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're going to try a bet you can't rant. Let's see how that goes. Last last time we did this, Greg got his grandkids. And yeah, my brain just froze to. too, so I'm sure it's probably going to happen again. Uh, oh, this is probably way too easy, but we'll do it. This I is need, by a friend of ours, Chris. One. Flowers. <laughs> I think we could flowers. Oh, that's the gripe. That's the I gripe. I thought you were saying Chris Flowers. No, I Chris. Was, I'm like, who's Chris, Chris Flowers? Chris is the one who gave it to it to us, <laughs> and she said the word would be flowers. Oh, okay. Wow. Um, yeah, that that's a little bit of a softball. Um, <laughs> you could probably just say one word and just be. 
Get what anniversary <laughs> gift? Um, wife's hatred of them. Uh, <laughs> but but yeah, okay. Flowers. The thing I don't like about flowers, they're beautiful when they bloom, but you know you go to a lot of work to plant them. They come up and they die. You buy flowers in the store to give them to someone, they die. So for what you spend for these things, you're not getting your bang for the buck because, you know, you go buy some, put them in a vase. How long do you get out of them? A couple weeks? Three weeks? If you're lucky. Yeah, if you're lucky and they die and and they cost you what? I mean, I can go cheap, go to Kroger and get $10 ones and, you know, get three weeks out of 10 bucks. Or I can spend like I did on that particular anniversary <laughs> many years ago um, and spend $80 on them and three weeks later they're dead and I have an angry wife about it. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, uh, that's one thing I guess with flowers. I think you should do that one. That one? <laughs> the second version <laughs> where you should... end up with an angry wife. <laughs> um, let's see. What else? There's um... They're so pretentious. They are pretentious. <laughs> Look, they think they're so much better than all the rest of nature out there. Look at how beautiful we are. <laughs> Half the time they're just a weed, but they put a pretty flower on top, and people are like, "Oh, we don't want to kill the weed or the yeah. flower." Is it's an African violet considered a flower or a weed? I don't know because I have my side yard full of them. So that that's another thing. If they're considered a flower, it's a flowering weed. If it is kind of like a dandelion. I was gonna say yeah, because weeds flower. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Not all. Some. Oh, another gripe about flowers is: Have you ever had to pay for a daughter's wedding? (laughs) No. Well, if you had, typically, although Mike, I've got to say, for years in Courtney's, um, the the place you guys picked for the wedding, the flowers weren't too bad because they were part of the venue. But for most weddings, flowers are incredibly expensive uh, for a wedding. For a three-hour event? Yeah. Now, that gripe could probably be just about weddings in general. <laughs> you could have just picked a bunch of African pilots. I could have. <laughs> and brought those all. Two birds, um, one stone right there. That's right. Uh, let's see. Do I have anything else on flowers? Um, I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, I'll give you two flower petals for that. Grind. Two petals. Two. How petals. about two green thumbs? <laughs> Where do you want them? <laughs> Which actually, I don't have a green thumb either, so that would be another gripe. As I spend the money, I if you as you come into my house tonight, if you look down on the step to the left, there are, are four or five perennials sitting there that are basically dead. I just saw uh, a chalked outline of a flower on the <laughs> sidewalk <laughs> where it'd been murdered. So. You know, flowers cause me extra work in the yard. Uh, that's another gripe. No. So, anyways. Not bad. Not bad. Okay. It's easier. That grading? was easier than grandkids. I'll say, actually, that was pretty good. I, so, what was yours? Two. I gave him flower two flower petals. petals. I'll do three. Three, three flower, flower petals. petals. Oh, look yeah, at that. That's good. I could throw those out at a wedding. You could. The, the flower petals. <laughs> Let's yeah. see how bad mine's going to be. All right. Here <laughs> we go, Doug. This one was submitted by. My wife again, <laughs> looking around our what living room. <laughs> Let me see if I can guess. Let me see. Uh, this one's kind television. Of, this one's kind of generic. Okay. Uh, Paint along the lines. Walls. Uh, Wallpaper. Uh, not that specific. Curtain decorations. Home decor. Home decor. 
That one shouldn't be too bad. Courtney. Well, first off with home decor, the very first thing, if anyone who's done any kind of decorating at all, is even if you go cheap, you go to Hobby Lobby, go cheap, you got to take out like a small loan to buy anything. You get like two wall hangings and uh, some some other you know little fancy things to put on there and you're you're looking at you know three four hundred bucks by the time i'm done to to decorate yeah um now you could take mike's cheap approach and go to garage sales (laughs) i could but as we've learned from other episodes mike is a low life he gets by with that kind of stuff you know i'm a middling life i'm not i'm not a high life but i'm not a low life so i like to try to you know class it up a little bit a little bit a little bit so, you know, not only do I got to pay for it first, and then you got to go and you got to walk through and you're trying to find what will match, what won't match. Well, I like this picture, but the color's not right for this, so we can't get this one. Do they have this one in a different color? Well, I like this one, but I don't like the frame. So let's see if we can get this, punch it out of there, and put it in a new frame. Yeah, pretty soon, I've got, you know, four or five projects going into what I thought was just, we're going to buy a couple of wall hangings. I'm going to put some screws in the wall and hang this wall hanging up here. Only well, you like it. But Misha doesn't like it. <laughs> That's right. Or you get it hung there, and they're like, mm, I think it needs to move over about six inches. Like, well, now I got I got to yeah. patch a hole, paint. <laughs> Pretty soon, I'm redoing an entire room, and this $35, $40 painting has now cost me $1,575.63. 17 trips to the store. I'm glad you got the sense in there on it. It's important. The sense is very important. <laughs> And then, you know, getting into it with the paint guy at Menards because he doesn't, you know, want to match the paint exactly right. So, eh, that's what I got for home I'll tag decor. on to your gripe. My gripe with interior de- or home decorations is they go out of style. So not only have you spent a fortune to decorate, and usually by the time I finish something, it's already time for that style to change again. So, you know, we went through the many years ago, the country phase. So everything in your house had to have a country appearance to it. Then we go to, you know, a more modern look or, you know, let's go to seaside. (laughs) You know, you've got shells and whatever. Um, It changes on you. So then you got to go rebuy all this stuff again. So Well, it changes at least four times a year for seasonal True, you've got seasonal. Yeah. Let's say at my my house growing up as a kid, right on schedule, my mom would always bring out the – Easter decorations or the summer decorations in the fall. And it's like there's a rotating amount. There's a rotating set of decorations within the actual other home decor yeah. features that rotates. Yeah, the seasonal too. decorations and the permanent decorations. Exactly. You kind of got two things going there. The set yep. up and the tear down. See, that's where I just buy things that are already out of style. And by the time <laughs> I get done with them, they'll be back in back for in. a while. <laughs> that's kind of where our kitchen's at now. I think it's, it's almost wrapped <clears throat> around where. <laughs> See, when I look at stuff, I don't even buy things out of that are in or out of style. I look at a room and I think this is the kind of the theme I'm going for. And I just go and I buy stuff and then I put it in there. And then I have no idea. All of my house is probably out of style. I don't know. Yeah, especially like your Belestial room. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's my special room. I really enjoy that one. <laughs> and then, you know, my postmodern cube cube room that I have. Cubism. So. <laughs> so. Actually, that's it. I, 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 to truth be known, I like to decorate, so, you know, get my artistic side out. Mm, so. so what was your basic gripe then? Just the, the, the cost and that you can never, you're never finished. It's never as simple as, hey, we need to hang a new picture. It okay. turns into this gigantic project that's going to cost me a lot of time and money. Okay. 
Well, I'll give you one hammer and two nails on that one. <laughs> okay. I'll take it. <laughs> I'll give you a level and, uh, yeah, I'll give you a couple nails. Yeah. 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 So now he can level. level, hammer, and nail. He's, He's good. I'm done. Yeah. My yeah. project's complete. That's right. All right, Mike, let's see if you got anything. Oh, no. <laughs> From your wife, also right. observing around okay, the room. So let me, yeah, let me think in my head. All right, all right. Okay. Do you want to guess? No, I'm okay. Go All ahead. Right. <laughs> Kleenex boxes. Okay. <laughs> all right. Have fun with that one. Um, all right. Well, Kleenex boxes. All right. Let me get my thoughts together here on Kleenex boxes. Probably. Okay, well, oh my gosh. All right. Well, if I had to gripe about Kleenex boxes, I would say. When you go to the store now, there's all these like little fancy decorate or not uh, decorations. The fancy styles. <laughs> He's caught up in the home decor. Yeah, I know. That's where my mind is. But they've got maybe they those... decorate with Kleenex boxes. <laughs> well, undo- <laughs> undoubtedly, if Courtney observed them in the room, <laughs> and say, "Here we go," because they've all got these like little designs on them with flowers and uh, you know yeah. like the stripes and stuff. And there's like. Bright blue. Holiday purple, ones. Holiday See, I love ones. how he's working. He's he's tying in all the grapes into this one big package. And you're doing a great job. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, you got flowers. You got home decor. Well, because our Kleenex boxes are very brightly colored. They've got little flowers on them and stuff. But I also feel like they, again, Kleenexes are not breaking the bank. But, like, they put these little designs on them for a little box of Kleenex. That should be, like, a dollar. They make you buy them a pack of like four or like six boxes of Kleenex worth. Then they sell them to you for like ten bucks or whatever. But it's like okay, well, I I like maybe one design on a Kleenex box, so that's always the first box I'm going to use. Do they have Chicago Bear ones? <laughs> no, they don't. But uh, if they did, those would be the ones I would wipe away my tears with as I watch the Bears play. Um, so those would be handy for that, but not that I'm aware of. Yeah, I'd say they've got like these little designs. So by the time I've got the one box that I actually like the design on, the other ones look terrible. They've, there's some weird color, some abstract design. I don't want to look at this Kleenex box of, you know, some weird, I don't know, shapes or color that doesn't match anything in our room. And another thing, too, about Kleenex boxes, I need... Something in between the big box or the big cube and the little tiny little carry packets. I need something in between that. <laughs> what because about the, the, the little square ones? Well, that's uh, something <clears throat> in between that, too. Well, hold, hold on. Okay. <laughs> so you got the long rectangular one. Yeah. You got the square one. Right. And then you got the little ones. Then there's the little carry ones. Right. The little carry ones never give you enough. But the big boxes, you get a ton of Kleenex in. And the, I feel like they're super cheap quality. So when you take them out, you blow your nose, and it's like you blow right through the Kleenex. So I need something. Wow, you're really blowing your nose off. <laughs> well, that's just how I always blow my nose. I don't know. I just feel like there's He only knows cheap. one way to go, Greg. That's you right. go big or you go home. That's right. Well, I've had Kleenex disintegrate on me as I take them out of the box. Does that happen to you guys? I don't know what Kleenex is I'm buying. No, but here. I'm not built like the Incredible Hawk like you are. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I I must get that from my dad because my dad sounds like an elephant when he blows his nose. I will say that. But I don't know. I don't know. I'm I must of... blow my nose like I go to the restroom very quietly. <laughs> You're like a little Tinkerbell. Yeah. Psst, 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 
nobody knows. <laughs> I don't know. That's about all I can come up with the Kleenex box. I feel that was a very impassioned. It really I, was. I, I was. I was looking more for like some whimsical fun, maybe making fun of it. I there was some pain and angst in this. Like he's had this chambered for a while. <laughs> he's been upset about. It. I like how he picks his Kleenex box on the color too. Which one he's going <laughs> to use? Gotta, for, I'm not using these red Kleenex boxes. <laughs> Get these out of here. <laughs> We've gone through the painful process of decorating our. our They're the same Kleenex is in the box, though, right? Well, if the box doesn't match anything, I don't want the box to sit there and be look, sticking out like a sore thumb. You Maybe know, you could start thing. crocheting and, and crochet that, a little cover that for That goes him, back like to the home, the home decoration. <laughs> You'll get a little cover for him. I know what we can get Mike for Christmas now. We'll start crocheting now, crochet little covers for the – what color do you like? Well, when I buy from – because I'm a lowlife. When I buy my Kleenexes from the garage sales, they never have the designs <laughs> I want. <laughs> I can never find it. <laughs> Garage sale Kleenexes. That's, that is, that's uh, a new low. That is pretty bad. That is, yeah. <laughs> that's what we're, we're resorting to now. So probably my biggest gripe with the Kleenexes is the stupid perfed cutout never wants to peel off. I'll push down like, Oh, it's coming. And then you go to rip it and it'll rip like three quarters and then <laughs> down half the side of the Kleenex. Now the Kleenexes are squirting out the side of the box. You try to pull them out. Like what is going on? I just want a couple of Kleenexes. Yeah. My, my one gripe would be a design flaw as well. It's when you get down to about 10 Kleenex and you go to pull one out and they all come out with it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or if you got the tall, the, the little box ones before I can take them. Out. If they don't. <laughs> You need to look into where you're buying your Kleenex. <laughs> or if you go to grab the Kleenex and they don't they don't have them stacked in there right and you go to pull it out and then they fall down to the bottom and there's like four or five left in the in the square ones, you destroy the box trying to get your hand down in there to get it out. <laughs> yeah. Just forget it. <laughs> then I just got a clump of Kleenexes laying on the table. There. That's the new Kleenex spot. Here's one other side rant I have about or gripe that I have about Kleenexes. So Kleenex is a brand. Tissue is the item. True, I have true. one friend who is that guy. I'm like, hey, or uh, you know, I need a Kleenex. <laughs> no, you need a tissue. Do you just punch him? <laughs> there. Yeah, just yeah, right in the nose, and then give him do. one to wipe the blood with. That's right. So do you over... want a Kleenex to wipe that up? Say <laughs> <laughs> so over the years, that is one thing that has also annoyed me about. That would Kleenex. annoy me as well. So that's what yeah. that's what I got. Yeah, I would agree with you. Not my best rant. Oh, that not was a bad. good rant. I'll, give I'll you shed a, two tears for that one. I'll give you two boogers and a snot for that one. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, that wraps think, that up. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I think we're going to move on. And, you know, with, with COVID this year and, <clears throat> you know, all this stuff going on and a presidential election, you know, I got thinking about fear. Cause Lions and tigers and bears. Oh, my. <laughs> No, fear, because everybody seems to be in fear of stuff. So I thought we'd talk a little bit, bit about phobias and if we have any phobias. Uh, so I said, let's try to come up with each two or three that we have. I've got some others to talk about. <clears throat> Do you know what the biggest fear of 2020 was, though, or is? <laughs> no. I would have to say getting sick. Uh, not exactly. <clears throat> it's anthro. Popphobia, anthropophobia. It's a fear of other people. Oh. That is the top fear of 2020. Okay. So do you, do you have that one? I don't necessarily like to be around other people all that much. But are you afraid? I'm not necessarily afraid <laughs> of people. 
It's more of a personal preference. Thing. For me, yeah. I would say my number one fear, and, and I haven't found a name for it, but it's the fear of being too good looking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always worried about that. <laughs> I think it's called self conscious phobia or something. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. Uh, so, yeah, I, I just thought, why don't we uh, each share, you know, if you got two or three, start with one, and we'll just kind of go around and talk about a well, fear. Well, this is your bit, so do you want to start it, and we'll just roll around? Yeah. So my, We're going to go clockwise for those of you out there listening. is ophidiophobia. Ophidiophobia. Yeah. Do you know what that is? The fear of having a fit. <laughs> nope. Nope. Mike, you know? No, no idea. It is snakes. Ah. Uh, so, yes, I am afraid of snakes. I hate them. Um, and, yeah, I just – I won't approach. I don't want to touch one. I am – I'm not a huge fan, but I'm not afraid of one. I mean, we lived out in the country with snakes all over, and we'd find them when we yeah. were kids. When I was a kid, we used to catch them and stuff. But I'll admit I'm afraid of them. <laughs> not a fan, but I can. Typically, we're pretty safe here in central Illinois. We don't really have to worry about any uh, you know, poisonous snakes or anything. For the most part, For yeah. the most part. Yeah. If yeah. you uh, venture out further into other parts of the country or world, then I feel like right. snakes would definitely be higher on my list. If well, yeah, know. I can remember living in Alabama and going fishing with my dad, and we'd see you know, water moccasins in the, yeah. in the yeah. river. Well, they do have those around Illinois and Coppermouth. Southern they're, Illinois. And yeah. They're not as common. But, Is it right. Coppermouth or Copperhead? Copperhead. <laughs> You don't have a copper mouth? Cotton mouth. Well, cotton mouth. <laughs> or no, yeah. I think you're cotton mouth yeah. and copper heads. Yeah. You're right. I'm getting too confused. <laughs> those copper mouth ones, you got to watch out for those. <laughs> <laughs> you do have to watch out for those. Which would you be more afraid of, cotton mouth or copper mouth? <laughs> copper mouth is Sounds like a James Bond character. Copper, copper mouth. mouth. <laughs> it is. <laughs> so, yeah, snakes is my number one on my list. And I would say probably right up there is the highest one as well. No. So, okay. Next. Well, since we're going clockwise, that'll be me. Um, Did I say clockwise? I said clockwise. Oh, okay. I didn't. You always go clockwise. You don't go counterclockwise. I'm afraid, of, I'm afraid of clocks. Giving the <laughs> listeners a, a layout of the studio. That's here. right. All right. So, Doug is. So, so Greg to my is at left. 12 o'clock. I would be at 3. <laughs> See, I thought I was at 6. I thought Mike's, 12 was up there. <laughs> no, this is the clock. You're 12. <laughs> I'm at 3. There's no one at six, and then Mike's at nine. Well, then the clock feels upside down to me. This is this is really compelling, <laughs> compelling podcast stuff to talk about. I can literally hear people deleting the podcast, unsubscribing as we're talking. There go the welcome backers. I think somebody just chucked their phone out the window. I don't even take a chance. I'm chucking that out the window. Done. It's a $400 phone. It's worth it's it. It's worth it. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Counterclockwise. For me, I would say, and none of these are like crippling fears. I mean, I can get by with them. Probably my number one would be claustrophobia. I'm not a huge fan of tight enclosed spaces. Um, I've been in caves before, but bigger, you know, I couldn't go into like real tight and crawling around. I can't go get in a really tight, confined space. As a kid, I hated it, especially if somebody would, like you have a sleepover or something, and they'd take your sleeping bag and pull it up over your head, and then they'd all sit on it or stand on or it. Or brothers. Did it, or brothers, <laughs> yeah. Um, I was the oldest, so I did that. But <laughs> it didn't happen to me. Yeah. But, yeah, that would probably be my number one, I would say, is claustrophobia. Yeah. I have um, a little bit of that, but that, that didn't make my list. I've got yeah, too many other yeah. fears to... <laughs> Say uh, probably my biggest phobia. I'm gonna mispronounce this. 
Nectophobia? Nectophobia? The fear of... Kleenex dark- boxes. Ooh, I'll have to find that one. <laughs> this one is the fear of darkness. Uh, like a, a dark space, no light. Uh, not, ooh, dark forces or whatever. This one is like actual <laughs> dark. The But we know how you feel light. about those too. Oh yes, you know those dark forces out there. But uh, this one, like when I was a kid, I was terrified of the dark. So this one, I mean, I've gotten over it, or I guess, you know, more... So do you feel it like if you if you go outside and it's you know you're by yourself late at night and then you're out by yourself, <clears throat> do you ever get any uh, fear? You know, like looking around, worried somebody. Something I, would, like- I would say like I'm not paranoid, but I would say my you know radar would be you know more alert. Yeah. But, uh, it it's again more so now. It's not so much of an issue for me, but going up out in the country. You know, there's coyotes and yeah. there's just weird noises, you know, yeah, the there wind is. and uh, stuff like that. So that one bothered me a lot as a kid, the dark, uh, or, the, or the dark. So I think you, a lot of, a lot of company with that one. There's a lot of people scared of the dark. I was oh, yeah. say, uh, we talked about Halloween in our last episode and going downstairs, you know, what, what not to do yeah. or to survive, you know. So I would not be the person that would go downstairs. No, you would not. You would make it towards, you would make it. Farther into the movie than yes. those people. Yeah. Till you do something else stupid, that would get you yeah. killed. Eh? Exactly. <laughs> Skinny yeah. dipping. <laughs> yeah. That's more my style. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, my number two is acrophobia, which is fear of heights. heights. Yeah. I'm deathly afraid of heights. Well, and it's weird. I have certain things like I don't mind tall buildings being inside of them, obviously. I'm not going to be on the outside. Um, you know, roller coasters, those don't bother me. But an extension ladder that I got to climb up or be on the roof. Um, I, you remember early on, Doug, when we had to go work on wireless networks and we had to go on yep. top of a couple buildings. I do. And I could only go so high and you and the other guy had to go up the rest of the way because I just, I can't do it. And it's weird because it's like, it's some, I do not want to be afraid of heights, but I can't help it. I mean, I go up, I get, Vertigo going on. Well, I think that's I, the phobia part where you, you can't stop it. Yeah, I you mean, can't. I mean, like, so, um, but you know how you said some of, uh, some phobias, you know, you have some fear, but yeah. it's not crippling. Well, this one can be crippling. I mean, it's it like, can be. um, I've been on a ladder, but I was, I was painting my house once at our old house and I was on a extension ladder, probably a story and a half up. And I climbed up there. I told her, I can paint that dormer. And I climbed up there and I'm on the ladder. And she goes, you want me to throw the paintbrush up to you? And I go, no, I'm trying not to pass out. (laughs) (laughs) And then I shimmied back down the ladder and got somebody else to paint it. (laughs) So, yeah, acrophobia, fear of heights is my number two. Probably the second thing on my list would be aerophobia. Aerophobia. And that is the fear of flying. And I can fly. And I have really. Flown. I've never seen you fly. Yes. <laughs> My arms get too tired. <laughs> but no, I have. When I was in the service course, I had to fly anyway. Right. And then with work, I have flown and will fly and probably will fly again. It's just not my favorite thing. Right. I love the convenience of getting on point A off at point B in you know two or three hours. Yeah, that would take you thirteen hours. It's to the drive. two or three hour in between of sheer terror that I'm just sitting there and trying not sheer terror, but I, <laughs> it does make me nervous. I try not to think about it, but if, I'm I'm pretty nervous the whole time, and I'm just I'm so happy when you know we're 
you know, getting ready to descend. I'm like, oh, good. Yeah. Only a few more minutes till we're either on the ground or I'm dead. So yeah, it gets out either of the way, plane, kisses over. the ground, <laughs> kisses the ground. This is we're not built to be up that high. Our bodies are not supposed to be up there. No, no they are high, not. So. so that would be mine. Probably fear flying. All right. Well, I'm going to probably butcher this pronunciation as well. Act, acti, acti, oh my gosh. Acti, <laughs> Mike's next fear is fear of pronouncing fear, yes. words. Fear of pronouncing I can't words. say it. Anyway, it's the fear of uh, failure. Uh, I hate the fear or the uh, feeling of like, man, I, I'm gonna like I'm messing up. I can't get this right. I hate that. It's like a gut feeling. Like when a brake job doesn't go well or something like that. Exactly. <laughs> when your car is out of commission for two days, three days, and you can't get it to work. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's kind of my thing is like I, I try to have a good work ethic, you know, try to be responsible and, and all that. But, man, it is it is a crippling thing sometimes when you know you can't get something to work right or yeah. you're, you're letting somebody down or something like that. So that is a, a strong gut phobia that I get sometimes. Now, how does that uh, show itself when you've got a deadline? So if you've got a deadline yeah. and – it's not going well. I would say it doubles it. It doubles the feeling for sure. The, the stress. Oh yeah. And, uh, oh yeah. Have you had a deadline where it didn't work out and you missed the deadline? Probably, I'd say you know once or twice here with the school thing that my expectations of myself or the project or whatever was not met. And yeah. It's it's not a good feeling. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Yeah, that's a good one. Well, my third one it was the same as Doug's aerophobia. Um, not. I've flown a number of times in my life, and it doesn't – like you said, the, the ease of getting from place to place is really nice. My problem is I, I'm so tense. Like let's say we're going to go on vacation, and I'm, I know I've got to fly to go to it. I'm very tense like the whole week before, like dreading it, like oh, i got to fly. i got to – and it, I, I get kind of obsessed with it. Um, so that's where I think the phobia is. It's not that I – I mean I will fly, and it's like I can – basically relax while i'm on the plane even though my my brain is picturing fiery crashes and <laughs> all those sorts of things <laughs> but i i can the week do it before you watch airport 75 <laughs> yeah. airport 77 like oh, okay. no i just watch airplane snakes on airplane. a plane snakes, snakes, on, a snakes plane. on a plane there see that's go. two phobias in go. one <laughs> two 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 phobias in one <laughs> so yeah area phobia would be my number three uh, yeah, my third one would be, I'm gonna be very careful as I pronounce this. <laughs> Pediophobia. <laughs> Not pedophilia. Pet- although I probably well, am scared of that, of that too. <laughs> but pediophobia. It is the fear of dolls. And I think I've made comments before. I, I, as a kid, they freak me out, man. I just, <laughs> dolls are freaky. They're just, there's something about them that scared me as a kid. Uh, I remember as a little kid, I watched, uh, uh, Twilight Zone with the talking doll that says she's going to kill the guy and she ends up killing him and then yep. at the end she's like, I'm, my name's Johnny and you better be Johnny. <laughs> my name's, <laughs> not anymore, who knows? My name's Susie and you better be nice to me. You know, it's like, it just freaked me out. Was not a fan. Not a fan. So, pediophobia. <laughs> I'm going to bundle two of my two together here real quick. They're basically the same thing. Um, I don't know a term for one of them, but again, this other one I'm going to totally butcher. Nasocomophobia. 
is the fear of hospitals. Mm. Hospitals creep me out to no end. I hate going in hospitals. The smell, the the rush of people around, the waiting rooms. I just that I can't. For some reason, I just cannot handle that in the yeah. hospitals. And I'm going to tack on to that too with the fear of nursing homes. And it's not that I'm afraid to be in a nursing home. <laughs> you got to watch those old people, man. Uh, they're everywhere in there, you know? <laughs> but it's it's like the same thing as going into a hospital. Like, Courtney, my wife, worked at multiple nursing homes. So sometimes I would bring her lunch and we'd have lunch together, but I'd have to go into the nursing home, <laughs> into her office. And that walk, maybe, I don't know, 50 feet into the building to get to her office. Yep was terrible I can't, again i can't describe it it's just one of those things i just gives me the creeps <laughs> gives me the creeps i know the feeling i mean because I'm, I'm not a big hospital fan even though i've gotten more used to it as i've gotten older because i've been in them so many times now um so they don't bother me like they used to but so you got that to look forward to oh good <laughs> yeah doctors i can i can go see the doctor i can you know that's fine but as long for as some not reason, in the hospital for some reason as soon as it becomes a hospital <laughs> there's that scent of medical supplies and whatever in the air now, there's def- definitely so, a certain smell there is yeah. yeah not not a fan of that smell it's, either yep so hospitals and uh <clears throat> nursing homes yeah <laughs> So that's everybody. Everybody's got theirs in now, yep, right? Okay. Yep. Well, I've got a, I've got a few others here. I'm just going to read off. I'm going to read what they are, and you see if you can guess what what they are, what it is. Okay. The first one is electorophobia. Fear it's of a- voting. A l e k. That's why I say fear of voting. No. Okay. No. Fear of chickens. Oh. <laughs> Should have known that. Electro. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's so obvious. <laughs> it's so obvious. Uh, how about pogonophobia? Monkeys? Fear of jumping. Nope. Fear of beards. Okay. <laughs> so if you're afraid of your beard, you got pogonophobia. Now this one is particularly relevant. Antrophobia. Fear of Halloween. Nope. I don't know that. Fear of podcasts. Nope. It is a fear of flowers. That's what our <laughs> listeners have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They've all got whatever that is, that phobia of podcast now. They won't listen to any. <laughs> yes. Would you like to listen to a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Not again. But no, antrophobia is fear of flowers. And I'm thinking maybe Lori has that. Yeah, maybe she does. <laughs> so it's not really that she doesn't like them. She's afraid of them. You should dress up like a flower and come home and see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's coolrophobia. That is a fear of clowns. Oh, okay. And then there's <laughs> gynophobia. <laughs> what would you think that would be? Fear of the gynecologist. <laughs> Close. It's a fear of women. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> and then there's Venus trophobia. Any thoughts? Fear of beauty. It's a fear of beautiful women. Ah. So you got gynophobia if you're just afraid of the general. Just in general. <laughs> yeah. But then you got Venus trophobia if you're fear of beautiful women. And then the last one is Sam Hainophobia. Fear of men named Sam Hain. <laughs> nope. That is the fear of Halloween. Uh, so Sam Hainophobia, which we just went through, and I got a couple that add on to that. There's some people out there probably have androphobia, robots. No, that was men, right? Fear of men. Yeah. Oh, okay. What if you got gynophobia and androphobia? <laughs> Your fear of people. 
No, that's uh, uh, anthrophobia. <laughs> there, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that have nomophobia. No more. <laughs> I got no more phobia. No more phobia. The fear of being without your mobile phone. Oh yeah. And there's probably many, many people out there. With I actually that. don't have that. I, I don't either. I'm kind of happy when I don't have my mobile phone. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I use it, and oh, I I'm use on it. And I like the technology, but it's kind of nice. But sometimes it's kind of like if I got it charging and it's laying in another room, or if I'm. There are times I just won't have it with me just because I don't want it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. And then the last one I have is, of course, everybody, arachnophobia. That would be spiders. the fear of spiders. Yes. And I have a little. My wife is scared to death of spiders. She does not like spiders. Freaks out on them. One time years ago, we were we hadn't been married real long. Um, we we went to church one morning and we left. <clears throat> And we're driving down the road and we're talking. I mean, just like a normal like conversation. Where are we going to eat? What are we going to do for the rest of the day? Blah, blah, blah. You know, nothing, nothing out of the ordinary. Did you really say blah, blah, blah? I did. Okay. Uh, probably. <laughs> I don't know. What do you want to eat? Blah, blah, blah. I was thinking they were discussing the home decor. <laughs> we probably, probably were. were. <laughs> but I am driving and she's in the passenger seat. And out of nowhere, I am getting blows rained upon the side of my head and neck <laughs> with her shoe and she has a high heel shoe that she has taken off and is just pummeling the crap out of the side of my head i'm i scrunch up and on the third one i'm like stop what are you doing she's like spider spider that's all she's doing <laughs> screaming She's raining blow upon blow upon and you i'm were, driving you're experiencing some gynophobia i was I'm driving like 60-some miles an hour down the road. I said, leave it. Let it bite me. That's better than what you're killing me, or we're going to get in a wreck. But, yeah, she is just spider, bam, bam. She's nailing me in the side of the head going insane. So I'm like, yeah, don't just let the spider bite me next time. It's way better if we do that. Yes, that would be better. A spider bite would be better than getting Humbled in the head. Humbled into the head with a high heel <laughs> you shoe. You might get cool powers out of it. You never know. <laughs> well, I didn't get cool powers out of being pummeled in the head with a high heel shoe. Didn't exactly. that gal that was in the White Snake videos pummel somebody in the head with a shoe? I think she did. I think it was a picture that she was dating or yeah. married to. Maybe he had a spider on his head. I think head. she sunk her heel into his thigh, yes, if I remember I think right. she did. <laughs> I think she had nice. some anger management issues. I think she did. So it wasn't a spider, you don't think? No. Oh, okay. Well, I, I can't say. <laughs> so... All right. Well, I got a little bit of news that I'm going to bring up that I saw. I'm a big fan of NASA, and so some of this stuff came up, kind of I caught enjoy my NASA. eye. Yeah. And uh, and then it's going to translate into some other stuff too. But uh, I saw that uh, I was reading an article that NASA. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but they are planning to go back to the moon. Yes, I had read that by the year 2024, and they're actually uh, putting together. They have a program. It's called Artemis. And they're going to send a man and a woman to the lunar surface, and it'll be for the first time since 1972. And they're estimating it's going to cost around $3.2 billion to build this landing system to go up back on the moon. I'm not sure. I think they should just pull the one in the 60s back out and have <laughs> them fly so. it back up there. <laughs> I think so. Uh, the, the, the Saturn rocket. <laughs> Saturn rocket. Cool. And then the lunar module with the rover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so they are going – they're putting that together. And uh, they're going back to the moon with a man and a woman. 
And then I saw the second article. This is what kind of triggered it was. I saw this. I thought, I think they're going back to the moon. But I saw where it said that they have discovered water on the surface of the moon. That's right. Now, it's bottled water, but still, that's kind of <laughs> impressive. I think they had bottled water when the 60s guys were up there and they I just left they it they, yeah. like, they dumped it over. Either that the aliens accidentally dropped it out of their spaceship. Yeah, as they went by. Yeah. Yeah. Now, they said they have that it was from some observatory and they used infrared and they confirmed. I, so I don't know exactly how. It's not like they went up because I'm like, well, how do they know that? But they went up and they were looking at the, the way the molecules reacted with light and... I, I don't, I'm not a scientist. I know that's going to shock people, but I'm not <laughs> a scientist. So I read the article and it didn't really, uh, <laughs> explain a whole, mo- a whole lot except that, uh, Sophia, which is the name of this observatory, detected water molecules in Clavius Crater, one of the largest craters visible from Earth, located on the moon's southern hemisphere. And, uh, so I thought, oh, that's kind of cool. But as I was reading that, that also starts going down this, you know, rabbit hole. And that's where the, these next things are going to take me. Yeah. I was going to say, just real quick on yeah, that story. Yeah, go right ahead. So they're, they're going to send a female as the, a person this time? Well, yeah. A female is a person. But, yes, they're going to send a female. As, 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 In our world. As part now, of the I know cr- that you just recently started to acknowledge that females were people, but... <laughs> I have gynophobia. Sorry. <laughs> so as part of the crew, they're going to have a female. Yes, they're going to have a man. You think she'll be on the rocket like, you took a wrong turn. <laughs> you never stop and ask for directions. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I'm going to be in trouble. That, for that was one, Greg probably. Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, or if anyway. they're like my wife, she'll just be one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> you pulled out in front of that other rocket. Did you see that asteroid? <laughs> It's right in front of us, and you're screaming towards the moon. Are you going to slow down? Yes. We're not even close to the rocket. I need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Pull over. Okay. That's enough sexist comments. Now. I know. I'm sorry. But what I did was I, I saw this ad, and this is from the early 70s, okay? And so this company, I think, was predicting the future because in the ad – they have a woman, and she's kind of wearing, I, I assume it's supposed to be like a space suit. It's kind of weird looking, but it looks like a space suit. Yeah, it looks almost like an underwater suit. Yeah, but, yeah, but I think they're, they're trying to go for like a space vibe. Right, yeah. Cause and why? this is it's for Lestoil, which it's a cleaning product, a lot like Lysol or something like that, liquid Lysol, or you know, you put in your water and you can scrub the floors and stuff. Well, you women know what I'm talking about. <laughs> As Greg would say. <laughs> but anyway, this ad from the 70s has this woman astronaut, and she's holding the bottle of less oil. It said, women of the future will make the moon a cleaner place to live. <laughs> oh, what I said wasn't sexist. Less oil said it. So apparently, we've got a woman going to the moon. Uh, we've now got water on the moon, so you just throw the lust oil in and she'll be good to go. We'll get that all cleaned up before the guys get up there and do the real work. Here, here's your space mop. <laughs> your space mop. Space bucket. <laughs> oh, so I, I'm sorry, but then I saw that and I was like, well, that is just too good to, to, uh, to leave out. Lust oil is predicting the future. Yeah, and that was, what, what, um, what year did you say that was? That was in like the early 70s. I, yeah. I couldn't find the exact date, but the early seventies. 
So now this has taken me on a, a little bit of a rabbit hole of about three other ads that I'm going to go over. These are some vintage ads, which we've done before. I love the vintage ads. It shows you where society was, the way they were thinking. Um, here's another ad, and it's uh, it's for the women to encourage them here. Give them, let you know that, you know, you guys can do just about everything that a man can do. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's for a candy, which is really odd. And this was from the 70s as well. And it just says across the top. I'm just going to read it the way it is. Who says women don't have balls? Introducing balls, the candy, to give you courage. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to read the whole thing. I'm going to read a little bit of it here. Yeah, there's a few lines in here that you definitely have to touch on. Yeah. Uh, so there was a time when it took a heavy dose of spunk. For a woman to stand up and be counted, Joan of Arc hit her gams in a suit of armor to defend Louis' honor. Amelia Earhart donned a sexless jumpsuit to fly into the wild blue yonder. Madame Curry wore whites and gazed longingly at test tubes. I like how she gazed longingly <laughs> at the test tubes. I don't know why she's <laughs> gazing so longingly at them, but she is. Not anymore. Mary... Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I missed my comma. Not anymore, Mary. Now we've got balls. <laughs> balls is the new candy sensation that lets you conquer the world. Just pop a few balls into your mouth and you'll be ready for anything. <laughs> a battle with the boss at the office? <laughs> he can't give you the shaft. This is an actual magazine. <laughs> advertisement that they thought was a good thing you know what this will get the women to want to buy the candy (laughs) the guys aren't wanting to buy it but the women will love it they will absolutely love it a tough game of tennis with bob the score hang on here where did they go okay i lost my a tough game of tennis with bob the score the squirrel the score will be 40 love Bank your balls beside for easy reaching at those tender moments. <laughs> what are you doing? You need candy for the tender moments. Hey, baby. How's it going? You know what? Let me get some balls first. <laughs> They're like, oh, you meant the candy. Oh, okay. I thought this was going a whole other direction. I didn't know you were just eating candy. <laughs> I like the order form. It says, you bet. I'm a ballsy chick. <laughs> well, because you can get the shirt for free. Yeah, send me blank cans of balls <laughs> at three fifty a bang, and I want the world to know it. Oh, the shirt said "balls candy" to give you courage. G general audience, like it was rated G. This candy is suitable for everyone. It doesn't sound like it. It sounds like this is an X-rated. Can- I tell you what. I don't want to get this candy. <laughs> so far, they've said nothing that makes me want to put it in my mouth. Well, yeah, That's another me. Another part of the order form says mail in a plain brown wrapper to, yeah. and then it's got name, address. <laughs> Why is it a plain brown wrapper if it's just candy? So I did. I did do a little research, and this candy company went out of business way back in like the late seventies or early eighties, and. There was a, an article written about it. They couldn't find too much about it. They, I have no. They didn't have any ingredients because I'm like, what is in this? Did you have something, Mike? Go ahead. I was going to say, I, I was just going to read the lines right where you uh, left off. Oh, go There's right ahead. Couple, there. Oh, this just gets ridiculous. 
So let me find real quick. <laughs> okay. Brown bag your balls to work so you don't run out of steam. Just taste those ticklers. Mm-mm-mm, good. And here you go. Suck on some balls for an instant lift and beat We're them. gonna have to get that as a drop. <laughs> that's my new ringtone right there. Just Mike. <laughs> Just reading. By, by, wait. Okay, here we go. And now wear balls on your chest with this attractive. And then it just talks about the shirt. Oh, it's it's crazy. I like on the shirt it's got rated like a a movie rating on it. It says G general audience. This candy is suitable for everyone. Well, and if you read down there, there's also you can have three different. There's three tempting teasers of T-shirts you can get. You can have the one that they show, or you can get the one that says you need balls to conquer the world. She who has balls shall conquer the world. Balls candy gives you courage. <laughs> courage for what? I'm not sure. When you're down, balls helps you rise to the occasion. Get some balls, so, baby. So who, I don't know who thought that this was a great idea, but uh, there you go. Did you say the sign looks like it's got 1978 on it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. at the bottom of it. <laughs> So, and that took me, again, there was this, real quick, I'll just, I was going to, as a PSA, I was going to say, I'd probably be careful Googling this. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Probably very careful Googling it. Um, That reminds me, I'll have to delete my uh, browser history here before I get home. (laughs) I I did have to do this for research. Yeah, you got to be very careful. You don't want some of those images popping up on the screen. Especially some of the taglines. I wouldn't Google the taglines for sure. <laughs> so, oh, so what else you got? Okay, I found these uh, these two ads for computer programmers back in the 70s and early 80s. So I, I know you're a programmer. This is probably what recruited you into the oh, field. Oh, I'm sure it's what got me uh, because interested. It shows these guys like they are the uh, sex symbols of their day. <laughs> One, it's got a guy, and he's standing in front of the computer, and it's got a woman on each coming over like each of his shoulder like opening up his shirt and look like they're about to kiss him or nibble on his neck and it says two bites b-y-t-e-s are better than one and it talks about how great this computer is because you know you buy that computer the women they're just going to be all over all over you you couldn't you couldn't keep them off of you with a stick yeah that's exactly why i went into programming (laughs) that was your life (laughs) Then there's another one. This pro, this was, this was, looks like it's from London, but there was a company and they're advertising. They want people to come and, and become a programmer. And it says here that they'd only lost. Stuart is the only programmer we lost in our first two and a half years of the operation. And it says, he is seen here being welcome back. And it has him sitting in front of like the desk signing the contract. And there's some woman in a mini skirt laying on the desk with her hand inside his coat. Like, Oh, so is that pretty much how work is for you, Greg? It's just. <laughs> Just oh, like that. Exactly. <laughs> Except it's our service manager. He's laying up on your desk, rubbing your chest. Oh, uh, this isn't what I thought was going to happen. This is this, false advertising. Yeah, yeah this I is wanna, not the welcome I wanted. I want to re- recant, and I, I'm just going to turn my resignation back in, I think. Okay. And now I have no good way to segue into this very last ad. But uh, it's something for the ladies. <clears throat> I know the candy was, too. But... Uh, <laughs> There was this other th- this Hold on, ad. So I like at the bottom oh, of that sorry, ad, it has computer aid are a great bunch of young people. 
They're a great bunch. <laughs> That's for the ad for the computer programming job. And, and I can hear Judge Smale's voice from uh, Caddyshack. They're a great bunch of young people. <laughs> Do you want to be good? Huh? Do you? Huh? <laughs> oh, so this ad was right below there, and it's uh, an ad from a magazine where they've got uh, – uh, it's for bras. So I think we talked about how much women love bras, you know, wearing them and all this. But they have these bras here. And they've got, you know, there's there's seven of them on this ad. Yes. And uh, four of them are just your regular, average, everyday bras. For some reason, they're shaped like bullets. I don't know why they're shaped that way. Maybe back in the 70s, that's what boobs looked like. I have no idea. <laughs> well, I think Madonna did. Bring it from the 70s. Was that? <laughs> I think Madonna. <laughs> I think but, that was actually popular. That kind of. Uh, bullet boobs? Point. Point. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm not going to go too far down that path. <laughs> the top three, I guess they're for, for ladies. If you, let's say you, you want to, you want to, you want to add a little something. You want a little more. It's just called blow it up. <laughs> they have three different bras and there's like a clear straw connected to it. That's part of like the strap that you can clip off and put in your mouth. <laughs> so you can blow it to the what cup size that you would like. It says blow it up to the size you want, Mike. You want it. <clears throat> and I'm just going to read a, just the first couple lines from that the description. Air compressor. <laughs> <laughs> I guess if you're in a plane that goes down the water, you're going to be in good shape too. <laughs> you jump out, you blow it up, you're floating around for a while, you're all right. I like bra number B or letter B. Give in to whim and blow yourself up to your favorite size. Well, that's called the float. You see that you're, you're missing the, the name. Oh, it is the, the float. The float. Yes. A is the bosom friend. <laughs> and I like the spectacular. <laughs> it's spectacular. <laughs> New air infiltrated bra designed in conjunction with leading physician. So you know. It's good for you. <laughs> what kind of leading physicians are helping to make bras? We have a we have a bra that we want to let women inflate so that their boobs are bigger to help their self confident. The doc's like, I can't see this hurting their psyche psyche, uh, psyche in any way at all. <laughs> Let's put their worth according to how big or small their bust size is. I'm just surprised he didn't. As he lit up a camel, probably back in the day. <laughs> I'm yeah. just uh, surprised he didn't prescribe any balls. <laughs> he might have. They can pick that up when they get some uh, less oil to clean the kitchen up. <laughs> oh, so yeah, it makes you the size you want, equalizes and shapes you perfectly. I'm trying to figure out why letter H is sonic support. <laughs> Does it bounce sound off of it or what? Well, I don't know. That's not a blow up one. So <laughs> no, that's a regular one. <laughs> that's a regular one. I was just doing the three the, the three blow up ones. So you have A as the bosom friend, B is float. And C is the Bel Air. <laughs> it's got like wings like a Chevy or what is the Bel Air? Pick your bus size and have fun. <laughs> that's a, that sounds like a, a horrible pickup line, doesn't it? <laughs> yes, it does. Not, not how to pick out a bra. Pick your bus size and have fun. Blow up this cute strapless just uh, the look you like. You can choose a young A or blow it all the way up to a flirty C in your favorite blow-up bra. So there you go. Well, it's good that letter C 
has non-skid elastic. <laughs> well, you don't want to be skidding. <laughs> no. There's nothing worse than skid marks in your bra. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure what that's helping to prevent. So maybe some ladies out there, if we have any listening at this point, I'm ashamed of that you're listening. Yes. But we appreciate it. Well, A and B But don't are... tell anybody that you are listening to our podcast. Well, like, but maybe secretly tell us why you would need non-skid elastic in a bra. Because I can't figure out, unless when you're whipping it off to shoot it across the room, to, it doesn't skid across the floor. I don't know. I'm well, not maybe you sure can get a straw on. for your mask. You were talking about whipping it off like a bra last week. Yeah, maybe we could. You could get a straw to blow your mask up. But this, it did make me wonder, was there a comparable male product <laughs> well, I can't imagine it going well first off I don't think any guy's going to have a straw going to his pants he's like <laughs> and secondly to- you know most men are going to go cartoonishly huge with it <laughs> it's not like A to C no it's going to be gigantic because that's the only size we that's the only thing we're like yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know it's kind of like be modest today kind of like how when I cheated at school and didn't bring my bad grades home at some point guys the woman's going to realize that <laughs> there's something wrong because <laughs> because the outside package does not match the the inside package. <laughs> so you can only get away with that for so it's long. It's like that. Maybe you go out on a lot of dates and you let a little bit of air out every time. <laughs> so it gets it back down to normal size. It's like what they put on. <laughs> It's like what they put on chip bags in large <laughs> That's right. Not actual size. That's right. Oh. Yeah, no compression shorts needed for no. this. We're wanting to, we're wanting to let that thing out. These are the opposite of compression shorts. <laughs> yes, they are. You know, you want to be careful wearing these inflatable things if you go in like to the Rocky Mountains and stuff. Oh yeah. We had bags of chips with us and they went, explode. Poof, expanded out to <laughs> they would ultra explode. large. I'd hate for that to happen to you while you're, you know, driving through the mountains. Okay. Well, that, that kind of derailed. <laughs> I didn't know. I just saw that right before I did. Well, that's here. where the 12 year old humor kicks that in. That is. That is. Uh, the only other thing I was going to say, I drive around and I've seen a few billboards with this. Uh, it has like a law office and it says voted the best law office in central Illinois. Yeah. I saw or, that. And then I've seen there's some restaurants voted the number one breakfast in central Illinois or voted the best breakfast in northern Illinois. I don't have a problem with companies that advertise with like, Hey, we were voted number one by the Illinois State Bar Association. If there is a governing body that, and it's probably fake body a lot of times that they just make it up and give themselves an award. But if you just say, we're voted the best, by who? Who is voting you the best? I have never seen a ballot to vote for the best breakfast or I'm anything in my life. Yeah, I miss this. Uh, we went to a restaurant that had that out there, and we were. I went with my son a few years ago and was eating there. And we ate, and we took a few bites, and my son looked at me and said, they must have been the only contestant in this contest. <laughs> <laughs> I just started laughing like, yep, very possible. He's like, I don't see how this is the best breakfast out of, you know, even like a bowl of Cap'n Crunch. <laughs> it wasn't very good. Yeah. So it just made me think. It's like, where in the world? <laughs> I'm just going to start doing that. I was voted the best husband. I, we were voted the best podcast uh in the world, really. <laughs> I think so. The number one comedy podcast in central Illinois. <laughs> in, yeah, in our very small yes. area. But still, number one. Number with, one. with three people, one millennial, one, one Gen Xer, and one boomer. The best. We are been voted the best. Right. We are the best. So there you go. 
But that was that was the last thing I have as far as ads and all that crazy nonsense. And yeah, like I just I had the last thing I had. And we'll, <clears throat> we'll, we're getting kind of long here, so I'll I'll make it quick. But just a, a new story that came out. This was last week. I saw this story, and just real quick, the story says this seems like a painful way to avoid taxes. It says a man was arrested at the Kanur Airport in India, in Kerala, India, earlier this week after airport officials found over two pounds of flattened gold hidden in his rectum. Oh! <laughs> yeah, it says officials... <laughs> um, it said officials at the airport air intelligence unit uh, removed the gold. How would you like to have that job? Well, how would you like to find it first? Yeah. Who was the agent that sniffed this out? <laughs> well, he's not making it through the metal detector, is he? I mean- <laughs> well, undoubtedly not, because they caught him. Um, Beep. Uh, could you empty your pocket, sir? Okay, everything's out. Go through again. Beep. You don't have any more st- metal in your pocket. Sure, it looks like you've got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> well, they say they use gold to fill cavities, and boy, they got a good one with that. <laughs> that always takes me back to the joke my dad would tell: "Wrecked them, dang near killed them." <laughs> That's the punchline. I'm not going into the whole joke. <laughs> Well, anyway, my my link won't open anymore. I don't know what happened, but but basically, yeah, this guy had these these long, flattened out. You lost some of the sexiness, programmer. <laughs> <laughs> I can't open my link. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I don't know what's going on with it, but it won't let me open it. How did they form them? Did they use another rectum to get it? Or I mean, I don't think you want to pour hot gold in there. This isn't like the coffee enema. No, <laughs> this is this is going well beyond that. And if uh, you know anyone that's watched the. Uh, Game of Thrones saw how it worked when you pour molten gold on somebody's head yeah. for the crown. That's going back to season one. <laughs> Daenerys' brother. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch Game of Thrones. Eh. You would have seen somebody get their head melted. So. Made it through season three, so I didn't make it all the way. But yeah. I do remember that scene. That was pretty gruesome. That was. Yeah. But then, I'd then, still rather have that than up my rectum, though. <laughs> <laughs> if, I, I would if I had to pick, we're gonna pour yeah. molten molten gold on your head or in your rectum. Can you imagine how uncomfortable that was? And because they looked like they were long. Flat. So when they caught him, he had two pounds. Was he was he going into the airport or coming out of the airport? Well, I think he was. I think he was going into the or like trying to go onto the plane. Okay, I was thought I thought you meant like he had flown like. Can you imagine just flying with all this? And they're, they're long and flat. How does it, it doesn't bend. I mean, how, how did he, how did he get it in there? Yeah. And how'd they get it out? Well, I guess, and he did X-lax, it. I guess, and, uh, yeah. a lot of petroleum jelly. Yeah. <laughs> Lube it up. Yeah. I guess he did it a to avoid. A lot of straining and grunting. <laughs> But yeah, I guess he did it to avoid taxes. On, How much on, is taxes? It was on that? it was expensive. That's why I can't, I can't remember what it was. But it was expensive. The tax on gold you know brought I, into I India. Put a, I guess I put a higher price on my rectum and anus than, <laughs> than he does because well, I will pay the tax. Well, what's funny is two other people got caught with gold. One they said they won't say where it was, and the other one was just in the person's underwear. So. Now, I would have thought of so I would have tried to find some other way to smuggle it than that. Yeah. Could you like ship it UPS or something and then pick anyway. It up? <laughs> yeah. 
know. Shave it down to dust and sprinkle it. Bake it into a cake. <laughs> Go home and then put the cake in and incinerate the cake. The gold will come out. Yeah. I can't imagine. I mean, <laughs> I mean I'm not, you hear I'm not people, putting it in my rectum. You hear people doing that with drugs, you know. Um, well, that's, I mean, a, that's a bag. You yeah, know, it's a little, little bag. Baggy. These things are like long, solid bars. Solid bars. <laughs> yeah. I don't like getting a wedgie. I can't imagine this. I mean, this is. I think I feel like I'm dying when I get a, a wedgie. You know, <laughs> let alone shoving two pounds of gold up my rear end. And you got that up there, and you, all of a sudden the urge hits. You run into the bathroom. Don't sneeze. The other people are in the bathroom. <laughs> I say the other people are in the bathroom, and you're sitting on the toilet, and they hear clank, clank, clank. <laughs> Don't what flush. In the world. <laughs> well, now, he, if that happens, he just got to put him back in. Yeah. Know? Ooh, yeah. You got to do yeah. something. You've went this far. You're committed. I'll give him that. He's committed to this. Yes, yeah. he is. Not so. me. All right. Well, I guess that'll kill it. Yeah, I think that'll do it. <laughs> well, thank you to our one listener who has stuck through to the end of the podcast. <laughs> this was a weird one. <laughs> Hopefully everybody will ha- had a little fun, laughed. Yeah, we had some fun making fun of uh, old sexist ads. I love those, but because uh, he's an old sexist, guy. I'm an old sexist guy. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I like just seeing where society is at different points in time. It's fun to watch. So uh, there was a bunch of weird and disgusting stuff that I did not bring up. So <laughs> so be thankful that this was all it was. Yes, I am thankful. All right. Well, I guess until next week. That will wrap it up unless you guys have anything else. Again, nothing. going clockwise. <laughs> you went counterclockwise. I know, but I, tur- I changed it. We went clockwise. <laughs> so nothing Want to argue else? about that longer? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll do it off, off air. Off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Later. All right. Well, I got nothing else. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to tune in next week at the same time. Yep. Have a good week. Later. See ya. Well, that wraps up another episode. Thanks for listening. Please be sure to subscribe. And you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.